Still using SSH keys, RDP logins, and database credentials? It's time to access your infrastructure like it's no longer 1999. StrongDM is the only modern infrastructure access platform. It creates a seamless, secure, and observable air gap between your staff and the critical infrastructure that powers your company. Instantly revoke access to every database, Kubernetes cluster, or server with a click. Automatically log every query, SSH, and cube control command to know who did what, when, and where across your stack. Eliminate credentials from end-user workflows to deploy access that's zero trust and least privilege by default. Trusted by your peers at Peloton, SoFi, Yext, and Chime. StrongDM is the only way to deploy secure access controls in a way folks love to use. But who believes in ad? Check it out for yourself with a no BS demo. Sign up at www.strongdm.com slash get dash a dash demo. Cloudcast Media presents from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delp and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome back to the Cloudcast. We are coming to you live from the massive Cloudcast studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. It is for a lot of folks in a lot of places of the world. It's Father's Day. Uh, it is, you know, sort of middle to late June here in 2022. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there who, uh, you know, is a father, uh, celebrating their father, uh, maybe a father in the future. Uh, Sunday Perspective Show. Uh, excited to get back to doing a Sunday Perspective Show. And today we're going to do one that, uh, you know, a few weeks ago I did one that was kind of targeted at... Um, you know, what do you do career-wise? What are you thinking about if, uh, you know, if the industry gets um, a little down, a little soft and so forth? And we talk, we walk through a bunch of things to think about in terms of, um, you know, some, some career choices, some, uh, you know, ways to think about training yourself, some opportunities, this, that, and the other. And this one I really want to kind of focus on, um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of tweets that are floating around from folks, uh, whether they're VCs or, or whoever, Kind of saying, look, um, we haven't seen this sort of uh, kind of slowdown in the economy, slowdown in tech, and so forth um, in about 13 years. And they're really kind of pointing back towards 2008 uh, when we had uh, the financial crash uh, in you know kind of across the world, but that also impacted tech because um, you know tech becomes a larger and larger line item uh, in a lot of companies' budgets. And when uh, you know companies are struggling, uh, tech tends to sort of follow along. So what I thought I would do in today's Sunday Perspective is sort of talk to the folks who maybe haven't been through this before. Uh, you know, most of you, maybe most of your career, I think I had read somewhere, you know, if you're, if you're 37 years or younger, you really probably haven't experienced any sort of a real downturn, uh, at least sort of systematic downturn, um, you know, broad industry downturn. You may have experienced some things individually. So what I thought I would do is spend some time uh, after the break kind of talking about what are some of the things you're going to start to see um, in the industry that'll, that'll change, especially as the economy gets uh, more difficult. Um, you know, we, we see some some impact of, of uh, you know, budget decisions and economic decisions and government decisions and so forth. And so we're going to dig into that after the break. And uh, again, once again, happy Father's Day. Today's show is sponsored by Ravello. Having a hard time hiring engineers? Ravello lets you sidestep the competitive U.S. talent market by helping you hire skilled remote engineers in Latin America. They provide full-time senior engineers with five-plus years of experience who are embedded in your team like a normal hire. Ravello is an end-to-end -end solution that handles sourcing, vetting, hiring, 
payroll, and compliance. They also don't force you to pay for things you don't want, like a project manager. You can interview any engineer before deciding. All engineers are proficient in English and have high time zone alignment with U.S.-based teams. You don't have that painful 24-hour turnaround where you have a question for an engineer who is on the other side of the world. Check out Ravello today. Go to ravello.com slash cloudcast. Check it out. That's R-E-V-E-L-O dot com slash cloudcast. Today's episode of the Cloudcast is sponsored by Datadog, a real-time monitoring platform that unifies metrics, traces, and logs into one tightly integrated platform. Datadog APM empowers developer teams to identify anomalies, resolve issues, and improve application performance. Begin collecting stack traces, visualizing them as flame graphs, organizing them into profile types such as CPU, I.O., and more. Teams can search for specific profiles, correlate them with distributed traces, and identify slow or underperforming code for analysis and optimization. Plus, with Datadog APM Live Search, you can perform searches across the full stream of ingested traces generated by your application over the last 15 minutes. Try Datadog APM free with a 14-day trial, and Datadog will send you a free t-shirt. Visit datadog.com slash APM dash cloudcast to get started. That's datadog.com slash APM dash cloudcast. And we're back. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to focus this show mostly on folks who, you know, maybe you're probably, like I said, 37, 38 and younger, uh, folks who haven't maybe lived through sort of a broad economic uh, downturn. I mean, I guess everybody's lived through the last two years with COVID, but, uh, you know, the economics of how things change over the last couple of years is is very different than what happens when we do have a fairly broad uh, economic change, uh, either within your region or, or across the globe. And specific to tech, uh, I kind of want to highlight a few things um, that, uh, you know, folks may want to kind of keep an eye out for because things start to get a little bit weird, uh, especially if you've been, um, you know, sort of in our industry for the last four or five years, uh, five, six, seven years, where, you know, for the most part, there have been some some huge uh, cyclical changes, uh, kind of industry-wide changes. I mean, we've gone from, you know, even if I just think about sort of the the history of, of the Cloudcast, if you listen for a long time, you know, when we first got started, it was very on-prem centric. It was private cloud centric. Public cloud was sort of a, a new thing. I mean, uh, AWS was, you know, a sub-billion dollar industry, which is hard to believe now that they're, you know, kind of creeping up and being like an $80 billion company. You know, we saw a lot of kind of what does it mean to move to the cloud? Should I move to the cloud? Um, you know, and then, you know, as we go back five, six years, uh, seven years, you know, we started to see a huge movement around, hey, we should build applications differently. So the whole movement of, you know, microservices, moving away from monolithic applications to microservices, breaking things up, distributing them. Um, we've seen a huge, huge push around open source, right? We saw the Cloud Native Computing Foundation get created. We saw Kubernetes get created in containers and, you know, an explosion of, projects uh, around, you know, what's called cloud native and so forth. Um, you know, and, and we've seen a, a huge shift in terms of what people um, have done and what companies have done and what they believe is, is sort of best practices in terms of really accelerating what they're doing and moving to the cloud, moving to the public cloud and, uh, you know, having cloud first policies and, and all those sort of things. And what's been interesting the last, uh, you know, few months even, um, you know, we're beginning to see kind of a, a shift. And for those of you, again, who haven't been in the industry for a long time, our industry has a tendency to, um, you know, kind of go through cycles. And so what we'll see is, you know, 
at the beginning of a cycle, uh, there are a few new things, a few new ideas. There's some skepticism about it. Um, there are some, you know, early, very true believers that kind of get behind this. Um, and then, you know, as as success tends to come from some new idea. So let me give you an example. So when, uh, you know, AWS was first getting started, um, you know, Netflix was one of the sort of poster, uh, you know, lighthouse accounts that was talked about. And, and we would hear from folks like Adrian Cockroft and other folks from Netflix talking about how they were using AWS and how they're able to redesign their applications for new kinds of resiliency and how they were going all in on on the public cloud and were getting out of their data centers and all sorts of things like that. And again, you know, it's it's kind of hard to imagine, but, you know, if you go back 10 years, there was there was a lot of skepticism about those types of things. And, uh, you know, as more and more companies were beginning to uh, experiment with public cloud, experiment with microservices, experiment with using open source software and, um, you know, doing things in new models, leveraging DevOps and and all sorts of things, um, you know, we started to see people go, okay, well, if they've done it and 10 other companies have done it and 100 other companies have done it and I've heard talks at these 10 shows and, you know, this, that and the other, you know, obviously momentum started to shift. And... So what tends to happen in our industry is we we have these uh, new cycles come along. We have early believers. We have a lot of early doubters. Um, the the believers tend to sort of normalize uh, with the with with what the doubters do. Maybe it becomes thirty seventy, and then forty sixty, and then fifty fifty, and then it you know people once it sort of gets past half, uh, people start to go, oh no, that's that's the new trend. Uh, that's that's the way things are going to be. Everything should be that way. And we see all sorts of surveys and all sorts of stuff saying, hey, you know, things are things are going in that new direction. And but that's typically when things are going well, Uh, when things are going well, there's a belief that, um, you know, new things are possible, that uh, the companies that don't keep up with the new things are going to be left behind. Uh, We've seen this sort of, um, you know, headlines come out of the state of DevOps for a long time. And, um, you know, in a lot of cases, uh, the data backs it up, Uh, whether or not it's as broad an industry trend is always the question that that people have in their mind. Um, And so, but, but we see these trends go on. So now what we're seeing as uh, the sort of hotness of the market is, is beginning to slow down, uh, we're beginning to see, you know, VCs send out letters to startup companies saying, hey, you know, get your get your spending under control, make sure you have a very solid business model, all, all those sort of things. Um, we're starting to see uh, the, the articles be written that are going to start sort of turning things in a different direction. And again, the cyclicalness we see in our industry is we tend to... Uh, be centralized and then we tend to be distributed and then we send to tend to be centralized and then we tend to be distributed and then we tend to be centralized and and these patterns sort of you know happen every five six eight ten years or so uh when something takes off and then if things aren't going as well we start to sort of reevaluate and we say oh well maybe the problem is we're too centralized or we're too decentralized or whatever it might be and What's interesting is we're now beginning to see a whole bunch of articles being written. Um, we're starting to see some changes in the strategy from different uh, vendors in the market and technologies in the market. So, for example, just in the last few weeks, uh, I've seen articles written that say, um, you know, microservices leads to nothing but uh, giant bottle, you know, giant balls of mud for applications. So we're going to see a lot of uh, microservices was a bad idea. Uh, nobody's really doing microservices. Um, we're going to see a lot of that trend because, again, it sort of goes in the opposite direction of what we've seen for the last five, six, seven years, which is microservices are great. The impacts of those things are great. Um, and we're going to start to see people come back and go, hmm. We're going to start to see more and more uh, conversations that, 
you know, CIOs are going to double down on automation. They're going to double down on security. They're going to double down on things that, um, you know, as our two professors talked about a few weeks ago, um, you know, when things get tight, uh, you tend to look for areas in which you can cut costs or you can look to stabilize some things that maybe you haven't focused on for a while. And security tends to get, um, you know, kind of ignored when things are going great and you're really just trying to, to go fast and you're trying to have, you know, big new results. Um, automation tends to get sort of pushed beside because you can get around automation by hiring people and, uh, you know, great companies will automate, but not everybody automates. Um, as things start to slow down and hiring starts to slow down, we'll start to see more and more talk about automation, about doubling down on security. Um, you'll see companies reposition themselves as security companies. You will see VC investment increase around those types of things. Um, you know, so those things tend to happen. Um, we're already beginning to see uh, the articles come out, the Twitter threads come out about uh, people moving back to the public or to the private cloud about repatriation and about how uh, public cloud spending is going to slow down and those types of things, right? And again, these are uh, you know, responses to, Hey, um, you know, there's a lot of growth happening in the private, in the public cloud and that's where everything's going. And, um, so you're going to start to see more and more of that. And again, whenever these new things happen, you got to remember sometimes our, our gut reaction to, uh, bad news is to go, okay, the best way to fix bad news is to, to go in the other direction. If we were going right, we're going to go left. If we were going up, we're going to go down. Right. Um, and, you know, just the same way that, <clears throat> just the same way that, um, you know, people should have been skeptical and looking for details and looking for examples and looking for best practices when the new technologies came along, whether it was a Kubernetes or microservices or uh, serverless or whatever it might have been. Um, you know, you should also be, you know, questioning when people start telling you, oh, no, no, we're going to. We're going to change course. We're going to go in the opposite direction. We're going to we're going to flip where we were. Uh, but you will see a lot of this. You will see a lot of articles written. You will see, um, you know, a lot of things talking about not how we can make developers productive, but how can we save money, right? So you're going to see a lot more articles about saving money, cost cutting, um, being more efficient than you're going to see about developer productivity, or you're going to see about digital transformation. Now, those things will still be out there. They're just going to get renamed um, because sometimes, um, and it, you know, if you haven't lived through one of these downturns, you know, sometimes naming is really important. And sometimes negative naming is, uh, you know, like you don't want to be associated with certain things. Um, we've talked about this in the past on the show. Like if you look at where the state of sort of new cloud native application development looks like, everybody is sort of rebuilding what looks like a PaaS platform, but nobody calls it a PaaS platform anymore because PaaS was sort of had a, a connotation to it that it had failed, right? Um, whether it did or not, there was sort of a connotation that it had failed. And so we moved on to something else. We just didn't call it PaaS. And I bring up that example and because we're going to see people talking about you know, building distributed applications, building microservices, building, uh, you know, th using things like DevOps and GitOps and SRE and so forth. We're going to hear those things, but you're going to hear them painted in a different light. And again, a lot of these things have to do with just, um, you know, when when things begin to change, when things begin to slow down, um, there's a natural inclination to say, well, that should have that that must have happened for some negative reason. Otherwise, the good times would have continued forever, which. For those of you that study economics and other things, um, there are much bigger macro trends that are driving uh, some of the, the changes that are happening in tech. Um, but a lot of times, you know, that that's what's going to happen. So anyways, 
I'm going to make this sort of a short show. Uh, again, hopefully everybody gets a chance to, um, you know, if, if you get a chance, uh, call your dad, uh, give your dad a hug, um, give your mom a hug. <laughs> uh, that's how you got here. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, um, you know, keep your ears and eyes open. Um, things will begin to change. The tone of the conversations will begin to change. Um, and they'll change in ways that, you know, will seem sort of strange because for the last five, six, seven years, everything's been going in one direction. We've begun to see, uh, uh, a plurality of people, you know, moving in a certain direction and there will, we won't see a complete stop of that. Uh, we rarely see sort of a 180, but we will see a lot of people who will sort of kind of come back to um, kind of the opposite direction of where it was and try and convince you that uh, that's, that's the path forward. That's going to be the thing that's going to save you money, or that's going to be the thing that uh, helps your company get through these tough times for the next, whatever, however long it's going to be. It could be three months. It could be three years. Who knows? Nobody really ever knows where the tops and bottoms of things are. But anyways, uh, just kind of keep an eye on that. Um, you know, there's a couple of earlier shows that we did about, uh, you know, what some of these downturns look like, what they look like uh, in previous years, maybe what some things that you can um, you can do to, to help position yourself um, from a job perspective, from a career perspective. But, uh, you know, wanted to do some periodic shows because, again, um, it is true that, you know, if you haven't been around a downturn, uh, it's different and people think different. Um, when times get tough, uh, managers tend to be um, what's the right word, more risk averse. Uh, they make, they, they take less big bets. They take less chances. Um, people tend to try and protect, um, certain things, uh, maybe. So, you know, just kind of be aware that, uh, things will change. Um, you need to adapt to them. Um, you know, just sort of going full force, uh, in the same direction with the exact same way that things were before, uh, might not always work. Um, things may get more scrutinized from a finance perspective. Um, and that's just kind of, part of the natural cycle of our industry. So anyways, hope this was useful. Uh, again, happy Father's Day to everybody uh, who, who celebrates. Um, give your dad a call and uh, hope you're all doing well. And thank you for helping us grow the show. Like I mentioned, last month was uh, the largest month we've had uh, in history. And uh, you know we continue to see uh, really good growth of the show. So thanks to everybody who listens. Thanks to everybody who tells a friend. And with that, we will wrap up and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes, videos, and everything social media.